Looking at the Disney legacy, for the first 20 years after Walt Disney's death, we see that the company declined in stature, management lost in its way, and hired people not understanding the Disney magic that made the brand a powerhouse for the 30 years Walt manned the helm. Michael Eisner understood the legacy that Walt established and restored the Disney company back to the status it held in family entertainment. Now, while I disagree with many of Eisner's decision on the theme parks, he rightfully is the man who returned the Disney company to the forefront of motion pictures, television, and more. He restored the glory of Disney animation with The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin. Eisner supported Pixar in the early years and helped to produce and distribute Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., Cars, and The Incredibles. Eisner's legacy in his restoration of the Disney Company was continued in Iger. But today, Bob Iger is returning Disney to the company of the late 70s to early 90s. It was during those years that Disney faced hostile takeover from Apple computers. Yes, the same Apple as in the iPhone. They had constant board members bickering and a shift in the entertainment industry that began with George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, and Robert Altman. So, with the issues happening at Disney, why should this matter to you, a God-led leader? Remember, legacy is important to ensure the longevity of any company. Where Disney has failed in recent years is the Walt Disney quote, That's what we storytellers do. We restore order with imagination. We instill hope again and again and again. And here, the core of this quote is storytellers. Walt made sure that story and storytelling is the most important part of the Disney company. The story did matter if it was in regards to the theme park rides, movies, or television programs. Telling a story was the core of Disney's legacy for the company. And Walt also said, I do not make films primarily for children. I make them for the child and all of us, whether we be six or sixty. And again, the legacy point here is the child in all of us. Children don't need a message, but children need a story to perform and explore their imagination. Adults demand a message. Now you see how the legacy at Disney is dying today? As stated before, a Christ-honoring, God-led leader is looking for their leadership legacy to outlast their earthly life. If we look at the Bible, there are many analogies regarding legacy. These analogies might be difficult to understand because we are no longer an agrarian-centric society. In the Bible, most of the examples revolve around vines, fields, and animals. For a legacy, we focus on the grapevine analogies because they have branches that are long and produce fruit in abundance. Now, there are many outside factors in growing grapes, soil, moisture, and pruning, and, and the time of season. But as it says in John 15:5, I am the vine, you are the branches. You joined with me and I with you, the relation intimate and organic. The harvest is sure to be abundant, separated. You can't produce a thing. Grapevines, having multiple branches, is a reflection of you and your leadership. For you, God being your central vine, and using your skills in leadership and experience, you can branch out to reach others and provide, quote, fruit 
for your people to feast on. This is where your branch is truly intentional to give sustenance and guidance to your staff. And in horticulture, the idea of intentional branching can come in the form of graphing. Your leadership skills, talent, and experience can be taught to those with weaknesses in these areas. The grafting is how we get stronger, more vibrant grapevines because it takes our strongest vines and attaches them to other vines to create better plants. And these stronger varieties grow for as long as the new vine is tended to. You, teaching your staff to develop leadership skills, addressing their weaknesses with your experience, and allowing them to grow will help you in your leadership legacy. Another branch in your leadership vine is that of humility. Yes, humility returns, but it is a more focused branch that is taught through action, not words. Deeds and responses made by you as a leader are public to your staff, and they will learn to follow your example. Keeping a humble attitude ensures your praises are more prominent. The Bible states this humility succinctly. If you puff yourself up, you'll get the wind knocked out of you. But if you're content to simply be yourself, your life will count for plenty. Look at Disney and Hollywood today. Their message is, listen to us because we know better. If you look at the current box office, though, the majority of movies that are greatly successful are ones with a story and focusing on entertaining people. Those with a message-centric or focused approach are failing to break even worldwide. Disney and Hollywood see themselves as important people who will tell the masses what to think, say, and do. They forgot their roots and the humble origins they had. As we see, Disney and Hollywood are constantly being knocked down. Being humble also leads to the next branch, though. It's the branch of integrity. Integrity, according to Wikipedia, is the practice of being honest and showing a consistent and uncompromising adherence to strong moral and ethical principles and values. Walt knew this well when he said, Leadership means that a group, large or small, is willing to entrust authority to a person who has shown judgment, wisdom, personal appeal, and proven competence. So Walt knew what integrity is in relation to the leadership. But let us look at Walt's integrity from someone who worked for Disneyland from 1955 to 1995 as a summer job, Dick Nunes. Now, I personally respected Dick as he pushed for the Disney parks to be safe, entertaining, and well-maintained with all the budgets and budget cuts he had to deal with. Now, as Dick said of Walt Disney, first, Walt had integrity. You could trust him. <laughs> okay, this one line may not show Walt's integrity directly, but Dick definitely would know. Dick Nunes along with Ron Miller, Walt's son-in-law, were part of the first class to form the first cast members of Disneyland. Dick Nunes would also go on to be one of the first graduates of the Disney University, along with Walt and the executives. For you, maintaining a high level of integrity will ensure people can trust you, follow you, and carry on without you because you created a standard practice of trust. This standard ensures the final branch we will talk about, and that is of consistency. With being constant, 
With each of the aforementioned branches, your ability to lead people and have them follow you is expanded. Now, as Christians, we know about consistency. The Bible is only translated, not updated like a textbook. The Word is constant, like Jesus, and in Hebrews it is quite clear about Jesus' consistency. And it says, for Jesus doesn't change. Yesterday, today, tomorrow, he's always totally himself. Walt's inspiration is a consistent reminder for those who worked for Disney in the past. But even Walt knew that the future changes when he said, times and conditions change so rapidly that we must keep our aim constantly focused on the future. For the Disney company, focusing on the future was the only constant, and with the work on film, TV, and the theme parks, you can see this. However, today's Disney is a much di- is different than it was in the past, and is where that consistency is gone. We see how Disney changed its priorities just as Hollywood did. The one constant parents could rely on is the Disney brand being family-friendly and entertaining. Because of the woke ideology from the board on down to many of the staff, that one constant is destroyed, making Disney today an unreliable, message-driven company that has divided many people. The consistency of Walt's vision for the company is gone. And so has the integrity, humility, and the intentional ideals that Walt brought to the world, which all started with a mouse. As we wrap up this final message in the Lead Like Jesus series, I wish to leave you with one final quote by Walt. You may have heard it from the movie Meet the Robinsons, but it is true today as it was yesterday. We keep moving forward, opening new doors, and doing new things because we're curious. Curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. Until next time.